Oh yeah. And welcome back to the show. Uh oh, there's Lovely. a cat in the room. Um, <laughs> me, Hugh, Sandra, co-host. And now... <laughs> Rather stunned co-host right now. <laughs> We've got Sherry Andrunik joining us from Cold IC Publishing. Host. What? Cold. Cold host. Oh, you are? Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Sherry, are you cold? I'm pretty good. Okay. I'm pretty great. good. Well, yes. welcome to that Thank channel. You. Um, and you're down all the way from Bradford. So uh, great to uh, see that you've made the trip down to the city today. And mm -hmm. uh, and we're going to be talking about IC Publishing, which yes. is, is that a company that you have yes. founded? and uh, It actually evolved from the company that I had, Insightful Communications. I still have that company. Uh, that is a company that where I did a lot of mentoring and coaching under that umbrella. And uh, IC Publishing really developed quite organically when I published my very first book, self-published my very first book. And in a lot of the business coaching and mentoring I was doing, um, it was just a natural segue. Once I did it, figured it out, and there were, you know, it was a significant learning curve initially for me to self-publish, even though I had some good connections in the industry. And then I had clients coming to me and saying, you know, how did you do that? Can you help me? And then it was like, no, I just want you to do it. Forget helping me. I just <laughs> right. want you to do it. So, you know, initially I really thought that I would just expand my coaching practice and um, coach authors and support them through the self-publishing process. But I, I quickly realized that there was just a gap there to fill, and it felt right. It really felt like all the things that I've been doing in my career up to that point really brought me there. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that's when we uh, created IC Publishing and... And so most of my clients now are, are authors. They do some coaching, probably do coaching until I'm 80 because I love it. And, mm -hmm. and part, of, part of what I love about the work that I do is, is that with authors and uh, simplifying the process where possible and, and infusing as much joy in the creative process and the production and the publishing process as possible. And, right. Mm -hmm. So really, so, so for people who are looking to publish their own book, mm -hmm. you are a go-to person. Is yes, yes. Yes, we have an amazing team with a lot of different specialties. Uh, I see publishing, or, or perhaps I will say partner publishing, bridges the gap between self-publishing and traditional publishing. So wait a second, you're calling this partner publishing? With partner publishing, okay. yes. We are a client's publisher. Uh, we do publish under the IC Publishing umbrella, okay. um, but our services and our business model kind of it, it fits in between the self-publishing business model and the traditional business model. So okay. if a client doesn't want to go the traditional route, which most people are familiar with that, it's on a bad route, it's just if you want to go that route, there are certain steps you need to take and then you have to wait. If the other um, direction or option is self-publishing, and that's really where you figure it all out yourself and you do it yourself. So I see publishing kind of fits in the middle okay. to provide support through that process. So, so you, so you, so who would come to you? I'm a little bit confused on. I would. Okay, that's <laughs> because you like her. Right? But I mean, no, no. no I what would. kind of what kind of? Thank you. What kind of person would come to I see publishing? The one who is perhaps fairly established and is busy and does not want to go the self-publishing route, has something very meaningful that they want to share through experience, through education, through the school of hard knocks, 
you know, it can be uh, lots of different titles uh, we've published, um, business, entrepreneurial, motivation, uh, life story, spiritual, uh, some fictional stories. Uh, that's typically when there's a moral to it and there's something attached to um, that for the purpose. author. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Fiction with a purpose. So are there people who, who are really busy in their daytime world and really don't want to tackle the self-publishing path or someone who is really uh, intimidated by the creative and technical pieces that you need to go through to get your book to print. Other people that would come to us is are people who want to maintain their own copyright. They want to ma maintain as much creative control as possible. Um, and they want to make more money, right? Because they, they don't want have to, make to give more it money. all to the Hugh, you're, you're bang, you're bang on. You're bang on, exactly. Our business model is such that clients come to us and they pay for the services that they need, not what they don't need. Mm -hmm. And they get a lot of support and they also get a platform. Our, our platform, our online platform is growing. And, uh, um, you know, authors really want that kind of support and that kind of community. They don't, not all authors want to go the traditional route. And, and again, it's, it's, well, you're kind of lost in a big sea, right? Unless you're you like know. a Steven Spielberg or you know, a Harry Potter. You know, you're a celebrity, Potter. right? And I'm not yeah. saying, you know, novels tend to be, uh, novel writers tend to go that route. Um, the traditional publishing? To traditional, yes, traditional publishing. Okay. okay. Uh, Until they wallpaper their <laughs> living room with the rejection letters, right? Well, there's something to that as well. Again, you really just have to figure out what path you want to take and then take it. It, I don't feel my role is to say one role is better than the other, one path is better than the other. What I can say is that the path for me was, well, if there was a partner publisher, when, when I self-published, yeah. that's exactly the route that I would have gone. But because there wasn't, I created. And that's sort of a pattern that yeah. I have uh, well, you <laughs> had in my world. You do all my excavation work. Exactly. So once you've learned it, you're gonna. You have to pass it on in some way, shape, or form, and it just made sense for me to expand in in that way. Um, so, do you also help with the promotion? Do you also help we do. with that component of we it? We do. And pre uh, any tours or book signings or things like? Or are there because books in stores? We have so many different kinds of authors. Okay. So. You know, the support that I provide to our clients and our team provides to our clients is really customized according to what their needs are. So, you know, we used to book, um, say, chapters book signings for our clients. Now, you know, things are always changing. And now I find that authors are better to go in and introduce themselves to someone at chapters, the uh, books, the book signing uh, consignment manager, so to speak, and go do it themselves. But I'll give, I'll give you a format. I'll tell you what they, you need to do, what are the things that are going to help you get your foot in the door, relatively speaking, if they've got space to, uh, you know, chapters is great that way. They're, they're, you know, looking to support their community as well. So we do take on individual projects, such as um, editing projects. You know, some people just want us to help them with a review and evaluation of their work and their editing, uh, the editing needs. And then they may just carry on to the traditional path. Uh, they just want to have a really clean, solid manuscript. So but we can I, provide that. I would think, too, that uh, sometimes a traditional publisher, you know, if an, uh, you know, an author walks in with a book that's already yeah. done, you know, there's a little bit, that's a, you know, that 
that's a lot of credibility to bring to the table. It, it is, and actually, I've had a couple of my clients say this to me, probably more than once, uh, that if I get picked up by a traditional publisher and they want to buy 100,000 copies of my book and they want to do this and, and publish me, um, will you be supportive of that in our contract? And of course I will. Why not? Mm-hmm. I've done my job and uh, provided them a, with a product that they can be really, really proud of and that can compete and compare in the traditional world, if you will. You know, I think the whole traditional, the whole publishing world is changing, though. It's changing I mean, considerably. Not just uh, represented by the, the need you saw mm-hmm. uh, to come in with what you're providing, mm-hmm. which is one aspect of it. But I think, uh, you know, the, the traditional publishers, just like record companies, just sure. like everybody, they're trying to figure out how to move forward in this environment, too. Mm-hmm. And now you've got things like the e-books and yes. all that. And by the way, do you get into that yes. e-books with yes. your authors? Mm-hmm. We do. We really encourage our authors, depending on their audience, of course, to consider all the formats that are available to them to get their book in to make it really accessible and easy. So what are all those formats? Because that's awfully overwhelming. Paperback, of course. Right, and then there's um, the... The e-book, the, the PDF, that's your conventional uh, e-book, which okay. most people are familiar with. Then there's EPUB and Mobi, and those two files are for um, e-readers. Is that so, a Kindle? Yes. Yeah, can, w- yes. Will a Kindle read a PDF or a Kobo? You know, technically speaking, I haven't tested all the formats yeah. on all electronic devices. devices. Yeah. However, more and more applications are are being created to to make that possible. PDFs, um, I'm not sure about, but say for example an iPad, you could definitely read you know, uh, an e-reader file on your iPad and you could also read an e-book, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's audiobooks. We're just getting into audiobooks. Uh, and oh, we've really? got a great uh, fellow on our team that is doing audiobooks for us. So that means so he's just, doing the uh, reading? Uh, the author has an opportunity to do the reading themselves if they're well-spoken, if they're comfortable with the material, or we can hire uh, someone to read for them. I've just done one. Um, it's on a shorter book that I just did in e-format, and it's called Do You Have a Book in You? And Mark did his, and his is Stories and Lessons by My Father, or For My Father's Life. And uh, he, he's very well-spoken, so, and I can't wait to hear it, actually. We've just, we've just, we're just putting his book out now, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really... Uh, so do you have a studio where people actually do this recording? He has a studio in Richmond Hill, which okay. is in between where you are here in Toronto and uh, us in Homeland and Bradford area. Yeah. yeah. So, so North North Toronto. The other thing I'm thinking about is that it's almost like, and, and we, we've had this discussion with a lot of different guests, but it's like in the old days, you would have a very small number of people that would ever be public uh, writers oh, right yeah yeah but now it's almost like everybody has it's got true. a book in them right at it's least true. a one it's true and i and in a way i believe that we all have a book in us mm-hmm. whether mm-hmm. it's the book that you know is meant to put be put out there and published there are a lot of different reasons to write and produce a book sometimes you may just want to do that for the you know historical purposes and and for your family mm-hmm. well 
obviously our coaching and our, our recommendations uh, and our package for that kind of author versus a business author who needs and wants more, you know, is certainly, it's going to be different, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You have to customize it for sure. So, yeah. So you do, you would service anybody from a mom with kids who has a book in her to a uh, business person sure. who is trying to promote their business. Real with, estate agent. Right. You know, um, for sure. Keynote speaker, executive coach. Every all, speaker should have a book, right? I, I do believe that. I yeah. do believe that. It, it, And they should do it well. I mean, don't do it if you're not going to do it well. That's certainly what I believe. Um, yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff out there in print now that really doesn't do the author justice, the person justice, for and sure. The, and, and the sector yeah. of that industry, too, exactly. as well, right? Exactly. It, and people don't realize how, how what goes into the creative process and how important it is to, first of all, give credit where credit's due. Mm -hmm. um, you know, make sure that you've checked your sources. If you're quoting people, get permission to quote them. And there's lots and lots of different uh, details there that, it, you know, if, you're, if you don't pay attention to that, that it doesn't... It doesn't look good on you really and so you have to catch those things that's part of we what do. you do we do and each yeah. of us are are have our strengths so we have someone who actually work you know um has that particular specialty as far as you know bibliography references um, the permission process and the research fact-based mm -hmm. fact stuff mm -hmm. Yes, and some lot you know some of the some of our team uh love that and then there's others of us like the pig big Excuse me. Big picture? Big picture. <laughs> Part of the project. <laughs> yes. Well, yes. and that's, thank God, you have some people who like that because like, thank right. God some people want to be a doctor because I could never do surgery. It, that's right. right. So, yes. Really? Yeah. 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 And so the the other thing I would definitely say is as far as um, when you ask me who we would take on as authors, every project that comes to us, we really look at on an individual basis. Uh, so not every project is a project uh, or book that we would publish necessarily. So, so would you because say we specialize. So would you mm -hmm. say to look, we'll look at somebody's book and say, you know what, I don't think we can do what you want or need us yes. to do. So yes. you have said that to people. So, for example, uh, someone came to me recently, found us online, and asked about um, an editing support for his fantasy novel. And, you know, it's pretty well written, um, but that's not our area of expertise. So I do have one editor that I hire uh, on our team. So, you know, I spoke with her and I spoke with the client and um, I recommended a manuscript review and evaluation first to get a sense of where he was at, how we could help him most, give him some really strong feedback, uh, positive feedback in any direction that we could offer. And um, I've got this editor. She's very enthused. She's studied uh, you know, uh, fantasy fiction and, and uh, uh, numerous other genres in literature and she's thrilled to be a part of that and taking the lead on that. So that's something we would do on an individual basis but we wouldn't publish that book necessarily under the umbrella of IC Publishing. We would do individual services that support that author's path. So would you pass them along to another publisher or just put a different um, name on it or... 
He's not at that stage to even really make that decision. First, we're doing the review and manuscript evaluation. Then uh, it will be editing and proofing. Chances are with a, pro with a um, project, a book like this, he would probably go traditional, but we could certainly guide him in other areas and refer him on if, if need be. Well, so let me ask you about this then. Because, yes. uh, you know, as we're saying, it's like I think... We're probably hitting a point in our cultural history where more and more people are publishing than ever mm -hmm, before, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. um, and uh, writing and publishing, and and yet perhaps uh, I don't know about the readership, but is you know, are, are maybe people are starting to read less, right? Everything's moving to video yeah. or audio. audio or audio. Yeah, yeah or audio. Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? You know, I. Things are changing, but I don't think they're changing to the extent that people are not reading anymore. In fact, I think we're reading more than we ever have. We just have to be really good as uh, as a publisher and as an author to create content that's meaningful and perhaps in more bite-sized pieces than we once did. I think that's important. Um, now, are, are people reading less paperback though is that a big have you noticed oh, you that know, when I talk to people about that uh, so many people still say to me they love the the, the feeling of a good book yeah. in their hands That, and I'm very much a traditionalist that way as well yeah. um, <laughs> do you find that with younger people that's the same situation <laughs> or Pardon could me. that be um, yeah could, and also too as you're taking a drink I'll just ask this question um, you had mentioned that certain books do, uh, you don't depending on the book some books are go traditional publishing like novels and and depending on the book sometimes maybe not even consider a paperback just go straight to ebook some, some. what kinds of books uh, would those be which, which ones would go uh, as far as ebooks sometimes if they're it's a it's a how to book or they um, like a, a client wants to what's that a workbook mm -hmm. or something mm -hmm. It'd have to be very interactive, okay. uh, so I'm... <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm of not course. doing anything. <laughs> I thought we were dogging in sign language now. <laughs> That's another kind of book. <laughs> there you go. Another one, right? Um, um, so you're asking me about e-books. Why would you just publish an e-book format versus paperback? Um, some people like to do that when they have a short book that they want to use to generate leads on their website, for example. Okay. 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 Uh, that might be one way that okay. you would create an e-book. Okay. Um, it's sort of a how-to if it's part of a course. That would be another, uh, an on online course. That might be another way that you would, uh, or another reason why you might just want to do e-book. Sometimes also from a budget standpoint. It depends on your audience, how mm -hmm. much of an audience, an existing audience and platform you already have as an author. Um, and, and how much are they, they willing to pay because the e-books are usually cheaper for the end user too, right? Yes. Yes, I think I don't know that people make a decision to buy an ebook over a paperback if they really want the book. I yeah, think they buy the price, book based yeah. on how they want to enjoy it, how they yeah. want to read it. That's yeah. my personal take. That's and, an interesting. Yeah. Well, the thing about that, I mean, if you do for a hard book, if you're paying, you know, 40 bucks or something, you keep it. Yes. Right? That's the thing about that. And you, yeah. and you do have something for yeah. that. And that doesn't yeah. go bad or it is not, is not doesn't become uh, obsolete. Mm -hmm. You always have that. So I think mm -hmm. that, to your point, that probably is one of the reasons why. Because that's not going to change. That book mm -hmm. will always be that book. Exactly. 
Exactly. But with an ebook, you can also change editions and stuff if you need to, right? So in terms of education books, that might be better. Yes. To yes. update things with new information or yes. that kind of thing. I mean, these days, it's so affordable. And I say that relatively speaking, of course, but it's so affordable to print books. Um, let's say, for example, you have a 20,000-word book. Now, that's not a huge book, but 20,000-word book. And it, you're, or you How many pages is that? 100. Okay. So say, you say maybe, yeah, I, I would say about 100, give or take. Okay. Uh, 20, okay. 25,000-word book. Okay. And if, if you figure, you know, let's say you only want to start out with 250 books to start, we could probably get you, and it, please don't quote me, don't. Whoever's listening, don't quote me. <laughs> um, but let's say we get you a price of like five fifty per per book, maybe six dollars. Depends on how fancy it is inside and that kind of thing. That's that's uh, pretty good. That's pretty good. It is. And of it course, is. when you go to print again, it, the the electronic file just has to be de-archived, if you will. That's a, a term that we use. They will make the edits on the original file. You have a new print file, and then you go to print with. As many more, as many more uh, copies as you want again, and it's not and then, as course, expensive, right? Because it, you've already got the original, right? 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 The initial outlay is a bit more of an inv- investment, but it's that's because you want to have your book typeset yes, so it's yes, yes. professionally done and it prints well and it looks good, yeah. and you've got a quality uh, product to actually uh, convert your files to ebook from as well. Right? So it's one thing to convert your very basic Word document into a PDF file. It's another thing to create the EPUB and the MOBI files for reading on your tablet. Um, and, and many people, I don't read as much. On, I mean, I do, I'm on my iPad and my, uh, my laptop, but when I'm reading a book, unless it's a reference book, I tend to be, yeah, I like the paper paperback. Um, but if you're you know, a lot of people tell me that when they're reading on an iPad, let's say, or or their tablet, uh, there are so many books that they stop reading because they're not formatted properly. And so there you go. It doesn't matter how amazing that content is. If it doesn't keep the reader reading, you're, you're done. What a waste, right? And it doesn't matter. I mean, it That's certainly true. would matter to the reader if they've paid, you know, more than a couple of dollars for it um and uh pricing pricing books these days is another whole ball of wax (laughs) where you need some professional expertise Mm -hmm. right well for sure for sure but then you know it's it's subjective as well Well, we all have a about determining that exactly i have no idea you have to you have to get a sense of what's go what the market is bearing right now. Yeah. But then you also have to think about your audience again from a cost perspective, uh, how, and what costs mm-hmm. you have to cover. I mean that ha- has to play a part to some degree, yeah. but it can't be the first priority because if it if you price something at thirty and it really should be twenty, then people might think twice about paying that thirty dollars. Unless you've got a very strong author platform already and an online platform already where, you know, people are ready to buy in. And it depends where you're selling the books to, right? For sure. You know, one of the great things of of, for a speaker to have it is Mm -hmm. that they're up there in front of the crowd 
Yes. But they also have a book that's for sale on the table yes. in the back, and exactly. uh, you know, people exactly. can take the ideas home with yeah. them. I often say to uh, clients that books don't sell just because they're on a bookshelf mm-hmm. or on a distribution, uh, you know, order system or distribution catalog. You still have to uh, get the client or the the potential Engage. purchaser uh, engaged and yeah. interested in in purchasing it's your book. Jump out and say. Pick me. Exactly. Well, and certainly uh, cover design, uh, professional cover design, and that uh, does make a difference. But, you know. But then there's the book tour. There's the book trailer, <laughs> right? There's, there's the video a, yes. interview with the author. Exactly. I knew you stuff. were going to get to that. You did? <laughs> I knew it. I didn't even know I was going to get to that. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> Because You're a smart so, man, you. So <laughs> it's so unconscious now. He's not even aware he's oh, doing it anymore. Of course. It makes total sense. Exactly. Total sense. Okay. Well, this has uh, yeah. been great, Sherry. Now, um, um, any w- tips you can leave? Yeah. With. Sorry, not to put any, you on the spot. Any tips? Yeah, any tips that I can uh, impart to any upcoming would be? Yeah, people who have written a book and, you know, wanting to decide what path they should take um either that or maybe they're just thinking it's it's a kind of a mm-hmm. a, a small at? idea a nebulous i just wrote a blog about this yeah and and it was about giving people um tips and ideas on on what they need to do and what kind of support they might need to get. And sometimes it's just getting a writing coach. So sitting down with an, a writing coach for an hour and picking There's their brain. Even such and a have, thing? Yes. Yes, a creative coach, for sure. Absolutely. Sometimes great sorry, editors incorporate that into the support they give their their clients, prospective clients. Um, but there, there are writing coaches and, and creative coaches that are... That's all they do, and mm. or maybe maybe the first thing they should do is just give you a call. And well, they can certainly give or, us a call because we we do provide that kind of support as well. See, having or a read consultation your blog. in that. Where can they get your blog? Icpublishing.ca. Okay. Yes, Icpublishing.ca. So that's not to just check the out blog. letter I, the letter C. The letter I, the letter C, publishing.ca. And there's a blog tab right there. And on the home page, you'll see my most recent blogs um, that you can link to. And uh, the icbookstore.ca has uh, quite a number of our titles, uh, our book uh, titles that we produced. Mm -hmm. Speaking of um, sign language, do you do any of those kinds of books? Braille? No, but that's a great question. And who knows what tomorrow holds? Anything's possible. Exactly. You mm-hmm. just never know. That might right. be down. That, this may be a foreshadowing or well, something. Well, and then one day we know we've already, they're going to have pills, right? So you just take the pill and that's like the equivalent of reading the book. Mm. It's coming. Scary. It is, is that scary. the red pill or the that's blue pill? Very, that's very scary. Is that scary. the red pill or the blue pill? That's up to the publisher. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, I heard... I've seen videos where they have these kids that can read with their feet. Ooh. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. It's true. Yeah. They actually read with their feet. Wow. Isn't that interesting? So yeah. that would be different, a whole different kind of publishing, I suppose, huh? Yes. <laughs> I'll bloom where I'm planted, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sherry. This has been great. Actually, it's uh, inspiring because uh, I know I have a book in me. 
Yeah, I know you got a book in you, and I know everybody out there watching this has a book in them. And you have you have like a whole lifetime of. You probably have a library. Yeah, thank you, thank you, and except, yeah, Yale Library. So um, thanks for coming down. Thank you, appreciate it. Thank you okay. so much, Great. and good luck. And I'd love to have you back and see what we're doing next time. What's right. new in publishing? Yeah. Right on. Okay. Thank you. Well, I think that's it for the show. Is that today, the camera? Sandra? That camera's not on. Yeah, this camera right here. Oh, okay. You know, I'm looking over there. But this is the camera that's on right now. So okay. All right. We just want to say thanks, everybody, for tuning in today. And we'll see you all next time right here on liquidlaunchthatchannel.com. <laughs>